The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. What's going on, guys? Another episode is here. I am your host, Nathan Nguyen. Welcome again. Wherever you guys are, listening on Spotify or watching on YouTube, I appreciate it. Uh, thank you guys for supporting always and stopping by making this listen into your everyday routines. Uh, a lot of fun. Uh, we've had the last episode, and we're going to have another one today. Hopefully, we'll have a special guest within the next uh, coming episodes. But today, a few things to discuss um, on today's episode, including the whole Allen Robinson uh, trade from the Rams to the Steelers. And then we also have the Jalen Hurts contract situation. I want to discuss that as well and how that affects the Eagles and just go from there. And uh, we have a lot more to discuss in the coming days. The NFL draft is almost here. Very excited uh, for all 32 teams to make their selections on draft day. Uh, by the way, draft day, a great movie. If you haven't seen that as well, um, I forgot the main actor, that's bad of me. Uh, but one of my favorite movies of all time, Draft Day. Uh, for some reason, I somehow watch it before uh, the draft every year, which is kind of weird. But, I mean, it makes sense, you know, because, you know, Draft Day, the draft is almost here. You get the point. Uh, Kevin Costner, I think that's, that's his name. That's the main actor. Uh, if you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. So, but, uh, yeah, let's dive right into it. And uh, first off, I want to discuss uh, the passing of Chris Smith, 31 years old, uh, passed away a few days ago. Uh, he spent his college career at the University of Arkansas. He was drafted in the fifth round by the Jaguars in 2014. He played eight seasons in the NFL with a variety of teams, including the Browns, as you see in the picture there. Uh, also played with the Jaguars and the Bengals, I believe, as well. Uh, recently, he played in the XFL which is a new league created um, or relaunched, I should say, by Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Uh, he played with the Seattle Sea Dragons, signed with them in March, played about uh, five games. Uh, and then uh, that's pretty much all we've heard about him. Uh, he leaves behind a daughter he shared with his girlfriend who passed away in 2019, unfortunately, to a, in, uh, due to a car accident. And uh, as of right now, we don't know the causes of his passing, but he was just 31 years old. Uh, very young, and it's just very unfortunate, you know, for someone like him to pass away at, at just a young age. So, uh, rest in peace to Chris Smith, and uh, prayers to the rest of his family and his daughter as well. Uh, I do want to shift now to a more um, happier tone here, as we just learned about the Steelers and how they are finalizing a trade, or they finalized basically a trade with the Los Angeles Rams. I, to know, I was going to get this episode out yesterday, but you know, a few things happened and the trade was already finalized and whatnot. So I'm a bit late, <laughs> but please forgive me. The former Chicago Bears wide receiver and also former Jacksonville receiver as well. And he just basically just spent one season in Southern California, which sucks because personally I love living in Southern California. I wish I did. I live in Northern California. So, I wish I lived in the South of Los Angeles. I mean, it's, it's a dream of mine, but that's not the point. Um, <laughs> Robinson uh, was supposed to have a great year with Matthew Stafford and company last season, but things didn't really go quite to plan as the Rams missed the playoffs after winning the Super Bowl just the year prior. Uh, but Rams are set to send the 29-year-old to Pittsburgh in exchange for uh, a seventh-round pick. Basically, um, 
the Rams. And so the Steelers are going to get Allen Robinson and a seventh round pick from the Rams as well this season for this upcoming draft, but they're just switching picks. So uh, the Rams will receive pick 234 and the Steelers will uh, receive pick 250, uh, 251, which is kind of irrelevant, but hey, maybe those picks turn into a good player. I don't really know. Uh, but, you know, in, in my opinion, seventh round picks are a bit irrelevant. I'm, I'm just I'm just saying. Uh, this is, you know, before the deal was done, this is all pending a physical. Robinson passed the physical. Everything is all set to go. Uh, in terms of contracts, here's something to know as well. The Steelers will pay $5 million of his contract in 2023, and then the Rams are responsible for the remaining $10 million. In 2022, Robinson sort of had a down year, had 33 catches, 339 yards, three touchdowns. Uh, this Let's compare this to 2020 when he's with the Bears. He had 102 catches, 1,250 yards, and he had six touchdowns. So, you know, big difference there in 2021 was sort of a down year as well uh, with the Bears. And it was just pretty much uh, a few down years, I would say, for Robinson is the best way to describe it. So I think uh, the main thing we want to get out of this is that this is sort of a, uh, a restart for Robinson. You know, Robinson enters uh, the Steelers organization as the wide receiver number three behind Deontay Johnson and George Pickens. I would believe Pickens goes into the slot and then Robinson is just the outside guy. Robinson has good height on him. Uh, I think he's about six foot. He's six. He's six foot something. But regardless, you know, having that type of height is pretty good, considering that you know. Of course, you want those speedy receivers, but you also want guys that are tall on the outside that can win those 50-50 balls. And Robinson is the type of guy for Kenny Pickett. You know, last season the Steelers' wide receiving core was pretty questionable. George Pickett was pretty much the best receiver on the team last season. And you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty certain uh, that was the case. And I say that because. If you think about it, uh, look, last season, Deontay Johnson, zero touchdowns. I mean, Kenny Pickett uh, depended on Robinson, on uh, Johnson, don't get me wrong, uh, to move the ball down the field. And there were games where uh, Johnson had four or five catches for like 60, 70 yards, which is good, of course. But, you know, you have a, a rookie quarterback. Um, we knew about the whole chemistry that Pickett had with George Pickens. And I was like, okay, that's great, but what about Johnson? Because the season before, Deontay Johnson was uh, Ben Roethlisberger's favorite uh, target, you know? So with Pickett, this is your second year in the league. You have the offseason to kind of build that chemistry again with Johnson, but you also add another wide receiver in uh, Allen Robinson, you know? So now you have three guys you can depend on, plus you have Pat Fryermuth. The, uh, the tight end for the Steelers, who is pretty dependable himself. And he obviously, in my opinion, is a top 10 tight end, could sneak his way to the top five if he has another or has a great season uh, this upcoming year. Um, and we'll see what happens there with Fire Muth. But the point is the Steelers have a, you know a good amount of weapons now. You add in uh, Najee Harris in the backfield, and the Steelers look pretty solid on offense uh, as long as Deontay Johnson can get back to his – uh, 2021 self and start catching touchdowns. Uh, like I said, had zero last season. And then George Pickens was pretty much the main uh, target for Pickett, uh, if we're being honest here, because Pickens was, compared to Johnson, was someone that Pickett depended on. So Pickens and Pickett. 
that's sort of a tongue twister if you think about it, but that's not the point. As for the Rams, uh, this kind of – I don't know what they're doing. Are, are they rebuilding? Because if, if uh, Robinson's gone, you didn't bring back Odell. Look at the depth chart. They have no wide receivers except Cooper Cup. Is Cooper Cup next? Maybe. Uh, you might as well because at this point you have nothing in Los Angeles. You have Aaron Donald on defense. Uh, Bobby Wagner's gone back to Seattle uh, defensively. You don't really have much in Los Angeles. Tyler Higbee, I guess. Uh, so, but the Rams, it's, you know, it was pretty much, it seems like, a, oh, we won the Super Bowl. We're set. We're good. And, you know, it, it doesn't matter how much money we spent. We, we won a Super Bowl. So we're good. Uh, you have no draft capital uh, this, this season. So you just might as well, honestly, you might as well just, um, just trade Cooper Cup and get some draft capital back. Maybe that's something that I, I may sound stupid for that. Uh, but at this point, you know, what, what else are you going to do? Like, what else um, do you want to do at this point? You, you have nothing, and I, I'm pretty sure you're not going to contend for the playoffs again uh, with Cooper Cup being your, your, you know, your only guy, unless they sign a wide receiver in the draft or they, uh, they find someone in free agency, which is I really can't think of anyone left out there that would be solid for the Rams offense. So uh, you have Cooper Cup. You don't have anyone else. You, you you better figure it out because I I just can't I can't imagine a scenario where the Rams somehow contend for the NFC West not with the 49ers uh and the and the Seahawks and the Cardinals and whatnot uh making their case for the division as well so we'll see what happens uh with that but you know good for the Steelers that they get a weapon and uh almost forgot his name Allen Robinson, like I said, you pairing up with Johnson, Deontay Johnson and George Pickens. You have a pretty solid trio there at wideout. You add in Firemuth, you add in Najee Harris in the backfield. The Steelers, like I said, have a competent offense. Instead of, uh, in terms of the Rams, I have to say, you know, they definitely have a lot of work to do. And we could see a big rebuild in which Cooper Cup is on his way out. I do want to shift now to Jalen Hurts. As we all know, the man got paid. Uh, he got paid like big money. He is not the highest paid player in NFL history. Uh, and see, I'm not biased. You know, this I'm, I'm a big Giants fan, but you got to give credit where credit's due. And, you know, Jalen Hurts is a guy that I re- really respect. He's he's humble. He competes well every single game. Uh, he's a great teammate, great team captain. So I'm proud uh, to see him succeed in, in Philadelphia. And a shout out to his agent, Nicole Lynn, man. She's a real MVP. Uh, working for Clutch Sports, working out this big deal for uh, her client, reached out to him on draft night when he didn't have an agent and asked if she, uh, she could uh, rec- represent him. And it's worked well. And, you know, props to her, man. She really deserves uh, all the credit in the world for getting this deal done. Uh, in terms of details, the deal is five years, $255 million. This keeps him on the team through 2000, 2028. Uh, like I said, the highest played player in NFL history. Uh, $179 million is guaranteed uh, in the contract, and there's a no-trade clause. So basically what that means is if a trade is to be done, uh, Jalen Hurts needs to approve that specific trade uh, himself instead of the team. But I'm pretty sure Hurts doesn't want to go anywhere. So, you know, I you, you have the money. You have talent in Philadelphia. There's no reason for you to leave. So Hurts is pretty much there to stay. In terms of the salary cap numbers, we'll discuss that right now. 
in terms of the, on the Eagles side. So in 2023, Hertz is set to uh, receive six million against the cap. 2024 is 13 million against the cap. 2025, 21 million, and then 2026 goes up to 31 million against the cap. So what exactly does this mean? Well, it's not much for Hertz. Hurts' sake, but rather for the team, the $6 million on the cap uh, in 2023 means that the Eagles aren't really spending too much of their salary cap on Hurts. Kind of gives them flexibility to sign other players. Um, the Eagles heading to this offseason, we knew couldn't re-sign a lot of their players. We saw guys like CJ Garner-Johnson leave, uh, but they were able to bring back... Um, James Bradbury and Darius Slay. So it was kind of a hey, we'll we'll get we'll keep these guys, but you others, you're gonna have to go. So, like I said, for example, CJ Gardner Johnson's case, he was pretty much on his way out because they, you know, you can't resign everyone. That's why you have a salary cap, right? Uh so in terms of this upcoming season, Hertz is only gonna be uh his contract is only six million dollars against the cap, meaning uh $6 million of his, uh, no, $6 million is what the Eagles are paying him basically this season, if that makes sense. It, it's confusing. I, I understand. I, I get it. You know, this whole like, oh, what's, what's the salary cap? You know, what's this and that? Basically, you know, the Eagles have a certain amount of money that they can spend on their players, and you can't go over because if you go over, you can't really sign anyone else. So the fact that Hertz's contract is only $6 million against that, they're only basically spending $6 million uh, of their money in 2023 on their quarterback is pretty good. And I'm glad that Hertz agreed to that and his agent as well. So this contract is basically going to pay $51 million per year, uh, which is basically the highest contract in NFL history, basically, in terms of guaranteed money. He is only the third highest in guaranteed money. This is only behind Deshaun Watson and Kyler Murray. And let's be honest, he's much better than those two combined. <laughs> uh, Deshaun Watson last season with the Browns wasn't that great. As we all know, his suspension came back, didn't look as great. You can say it was because of rust or whatever the case may be. Kyler Murray got hurt. Uh, but, you know, there's still a lot of question marks with Kyler Murray. I completely understand it, whether it's his ability to run the offense or his maturity, blah, blah, blah. Uh, is DeAndre Hopkins going to be there still uh, uh, when August and September comes around? I really don't know. I believe he might get traded. We'll dive into that in another episode as well. But let's be honest, Hurts is a much better quarterback than those two, has more success than those two. As we all know, in 2022, was 14-1. and He made the Super Bowl, had over 3,700 passing yards, had over 700 rushing yards, had 35 total touchdowns. 35! He had 22 uh, with his arm and 13 with his legs. And with those 13 rushing touchdowns, I think he was like top five in the rushing touchdowns category, which just goes to show that he's a dual-third quarterback. But he's smart. You know, he's not a guy that you're too worried about getting hit. You know, he's very smart. And, and, and versatile and he just has the knowledge um of, of a solid quarterback that can that can do both for you and that's what this this new age of the nfl is you know it's all about it's not just what you can do with the arms but can you be mobile can you go out of the pocket can you create plays uh with your legs and your arm and hurts is you know the guy to do that so uh shout out to hurts 
and his success. And honestly, this this is great for Philadelphia. Like I said, I think the main thing I got out of this was the whole money situation and that his contract only counts for $6 million against the cap. And that's really great because that kind of gives the Eagles flexibility to go for, for other players if they so choose. Uh, I don't know the exact salary cap number as of right now, uh, but the Eagles definitely have a lot of um, of room to sign maybe a player or two that could uh, make a difference. Plus, you have to consider uh, the draft. The Eagles have a top 10 pick, I believe. Uh, <laughs> as is bad, you know, we'll, we'll discuss the draft, like I said, in a, in a future episode. Uh, but the Eagles have a top 10 pick. For, I know that for sure uh, because of a trade they made in the past. And, uh, you know, you have to have room to sign those those young players that you're going to be choosing in about a week or so. So just the, this is a massive win for Hertz and his, his agent and the team and the Eagles are set for success. You know, you have Hertz, you have, I, I know you lost your running back number one in Miles Sanders, but you can obviously fix that easily uh, in the draft, maybe sign uh, or draft B. John Robinson from Texas. He's a guy that I really like myself. You still have your wide receivers in AJ Brown and Devonte Smith. You have Dallas Goddard, you know, just a lot of, a lot of um, success on the Eagles still on the roster. Oh, plus Jason Kelsey's back. So um, the Eagles are, are set, and to have your franchise quarterback, uh, it feels good to be an Eagles fan, I'm sure. And, uh, yeah, that's – man, I, I mean, I know the Giants, you know, they got their franchise guy, Daniel Jones, but – he didn't get as paid as much as Jalen Hurts, and obviously there's a big gap right now between those two in terms of success. So um, shout out to Jalen Hurts. Get your money, man. That's uh, that's I'm happy for you. you know, he earned it. You know, he commands respect in the locker room, and he's just a great leader and a great guy on and off the field. So that's going to wrap it up for this episode. Thank you for watching and listening to this new episode of the podcast. Before we go, I want to mention our new partner, Fanatics.com. Whether you want a new jersey, t-shirt, accessories, hats, Fanatics.com is your one-stop shop for all your sports fan gear needs. Recently, I got this new shirt from Fanatics to represent my New York Giants. And whether it's a hat that you saw your favorite player wear or a new jersey that came out for your favorite team, Fanatics is your one-stop shop for all of your needs. They always have great deals out there every single day. And honestly, they're very enticing. So check it out, fanatics.com. Like I said, your one-stop shop for all of your sports fan gear needs. Thank you for watching and listening. We'll see you guys next time. I'm your host, Nathan Owen. Have a great rest of your day.